1: this is the tom bernard morning show the tom bernard morning show streamed every morning on the tom bernard show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts
3: we are back ladies and gentlemen hell of a flow this morning i think we're already two hours in yeah what the hell (laughs) it's
4: hard to believe it's been flying by
3: it is National Coffee Day. I don't see anybody. Is anybody? Oh, you're drinking coffee.
4: Mm, coffee. Mm-hmm. I'm,
3: not, I'm not a coffee no. guy.
4: If I drink coffee during the show, I would not be able to make it through the entire show. So wired. So. Uh-huh. Huh? Why? Upsets my stomach, but it uh. also gets me going for the day. You know what I
5: mean? So, like, do you do both? Do you do uh, Like Like after,
4: after this, like, when I go home or go, you know, to the office, I'll get a cup of coffee at some point there to, like, you know, just keep the motor running, but...
3: No. You know what's weird? And this is a true story, and I'm not kidding. I'm not lying, making this crap up as I go along.
6: Hmm.
3: I literally started drinking coffee at 71. I, know. <laughs> I never used to drink coffee, ever.
5: Your whole family's like, not that into coffee.
3: Yeah, that's true. We're not. Well, Alex likes her coffee, doesn't she?
5: I know. I don't think so at well, all. She doesn't
3: anymore? Yeah. I suppose. Happy National Coffee Day. According to the National Coffee Association, 63% of adults in America drink it daily. And most of us aren't just having one cup. The average is two to three cups a day. Now, three cups a day is a lot of caffeine, isn't it?
5: I drink, I, I drink two cups a day.
3: Is that a lot of caffeine?
5: I feel like I don't, right? I don't know how much.
3: Well, you're so jacked anyway. You don't need Wow. Any... Oh.
5: Hey, Tom. Hey, Tom. Ah. Tommy, 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 Tommy,
3: See, there it is right there. Mm-hmm. So that is the deal. Uh it's not a small amount of coffee. We're swilling down. I like swilling.
5: I do like that. I <laughs> mm, haven't heard the
3: word swilling in a long time. My mother used to say that. What do you go? You know, swill beer with your buddies.
5: Uh I finally nailed down <clears throat> your mom saying the other day Justin was Describing something to me And I go I can't feature that In my head
3: <laughs> <laughs> What did he say He
5: acted like It was very normal was,
3: I can't feature it I can't feature that so it's, She was unbelievable uh, In any case Americans drink two, three uh, 324 cups Per person each year Holy Christ Well, oh, well That's less than A cup a day
5: right, That's not bad It's not
3: that big a deal Lebanon is number one They drink 1,516 cups a year Dang Holy Hannah I mean, honest to God, that's like four cups a day. Yeah. Almost, or just whatever. Sweet is next at 1184 As always, a bunch of chains have deals today, but Starbucks is not one of them. They're doing free coffee tastings in select cities, but that's it. Why wouldn't Starbucks be having a free cup of coffee today? Because they know that you're going through that line anyway. You're going anyway? You're not, you're not
2: going to Caribou now because all of a sudden Starbucks doesn't have a deal. Really? Yeah. I mean, I'm surprised they don't have some sort of deal, but God, for, for them, weird. they like, they don't need to give anything away from free, because you're already lined up before we open anyway.
3: Well, Caribou's still real busy, too, isn't it?
2: Uh, yeah, I think so. Because which one? Is Caribou the one that's started think, here? Yeah. Yeah.
4: yeah. yeah. Yep. And, and Caribou's one the one that's I like know. an inch
5: from here. Um, yeah. <clears throat> the only person who drinks uh, pumpkin spice latte... Currently in the show is AJ. Yeah. Big no. fan.
4: Big fan. What? Don't say no. AJ. He's a PSLR. What? Yes, <laughs> it's okay AJ. to be a PSLR, but I was gonna say <laughs> Don't don't act like you're more of a man because oh I don't drink like
3: coffee. He drinks AJ. like
4: coffee. Sh- Tevin drinks like
5: sugary yeah, energy I don't, drinks. Yeah, I don't no.
2: drink coffee. My advice is <laughs> He's like, like I'll bangs take and
4: C4. A,
5: a volt. Or whatever, like... Give me a rock
4: star. No, a C4, I'm, yeah, I'm you're like, so yeah. cool. Have you guys ever seen the movie Kicking and Screaming? It's yes. Kind of, mm-hmm. Mike Ditka's like, coffee speech from that is oh, God. amazing. So Tom, good. have you heard that? No. No, oh, I'll see if I can find it. Maybe.
5: Um, but I do have to ask AJ, since like, I just get black coffee, or mm-hmm. if I'm really excited, I'll get a nitro. And across the board, those taste the same. Who has a better pumpkin spice latte?
4: It's probably Starbucks, but... I think caribou is just, you know, it, it, like, they're close enough to where it doesn't matter.
3: Yeah, that's you probably know. true. You had one, you had them all. Yeah, I drink a, probably, I probably don't drink more than a couple of cups of coffee a month. I just don't, I'm always on the, on the show. I yeah. used to During do, that time.
4: I used to do uh, retail at a hockey store up in Blaine and like long Saturday shifts where it was just oh, you go in God. and you get in there and you open the store and you're in the same room sharpening skates for these maniac uh, hockey parents for like eight hours straight. Holiday, large XL cup of coffee gets you through.
3: Is it nonstop bitching?
4: You'd be That's what less I've than heard. shocked. It's, you'd be <laughs> less than
3: shocked instead. That's what I've heard, yeah. That's all they do is complain. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, why? why do you want to do that? <laughs> uh, these other chains do have deals. Uh, Starbucks does not, but these others do. Krispy Kreme is giving out free cups of coffee. No purchase necessary. Just walk in, and get a free medium coffee or iced coffee. Dunkin' is doing a free medium cup with any purchase for Dunkin' Rewards members. Circle K giving out. We even have Circle K's here anymore. Uh-uh, I've never so. seen one. I don't think so. Yeah. I think they're part
4: of Holiday. I think they're yeah, like probably a, I, yeah. Because I see a holiday the holiday by my house is they get filled up with tankers from Circle K. Oh. Okay. Well,
3: there you go. Circle K is giving out free coffee, though it's uh through its app today and all weekend. Pilot Flying J. What yeah. the hell is Those that? Those
2: are very popular, like if you're going on long road trips. Oh, like truck okay. stops.
3: Yep. Oh. oh yeah, like truck stops, loves. you're right. Pilot Flying J truck stops have free coffee all day through their app. Tim Hortons has free coffee for a rewards member if you spend three dollars. White Castle has a coupon for a free small coffee with any order. Mm. Coffee Bean and Tea Leaf is running a contest where one person will win free coffee for a year. Starting today, rewards members are automatically entered at any time they buy something through the app. And finally, Pete's Coffee, that's P-E-E-T-S. Pete's Coffee is trying to poach customers with its uh, new disloyalty program. There's a site where you can send them a screenshot of different coffee chains' loyalty app. They'll give you a free cup of coffee for it. So go to PeteDisloyalty.com. Pete's Disloyalty. It's P-E-E-T, by the way. So (laughs) that's that deal. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just never, ever drank coffee because I was always, although until I was... No, I worked at night. Why didn't I drink coffee at night when I was doing 6 to 10 or 10 to 2?
5: You still, even though you claim you drink coffee, I don't think I've seen you drink more yeah, than one. I don't drink much coffee.
3: Like I I'm, like it.
5: <clears throat> like, you don't drink it in the morning.
3: No. Do we have a... Oh, well, that's right. You have to make your own, don't you? Yeah. I'm not curing. good at that.
5: I could show you that. It's a two-button process. <laughs> Gelfand's <laughs> figured it out. Yeah. Yes.
3: Even Gelfan figured it out? Well, then I got it locked in. You, you
5: definitely are. I
3: do like to taste of coffee, and I used to hate it. Which, How does that happen?
5: I don't know.
2: Just
3: as you mature, your taste buds
2: change. Like, there's foods that I used to hate, and then now I'm like, yeah. I'm, give me two helpings of it. So yeah. there's
5: a whole theory that your taste buds die, and so you you don't have, like, if you give a kid something, they taste it more than when you do sure, as an adult. Yeah, that mm-hmm. makes so sense. they say that, like, things that are gross or, that's why, like, later in life, sometimes you like things that are spicy and you wouldn't as a kid.
3: Yeah, I don't know. So I guess things just change. Yeah, because I didn't. Although, i got to be honest with you, I think that had a lot to do with the fact that it was canned coffee. Like, my mother would buy canned oh, like yeah. Folgers yeah. or Maxwell instant House Instant coffee, whatever. yeah. No, not instant. Oh, not instant. A, you put it, it came like, ground in okay. a can. Yeah. Oh. And then you'd put it in the, there was like a Yeah, you put the filter thing, in. The filter yeah, in which yeah. is yeah. still
5: great. It's the same thing as this. It's just a different process. Really yeah.
3: harsh, though. That coffee was, that's why I didn't like well, coffee when I was It was very harsh.
5: You can make but, it exactly how strong you want, and obviously your mom liked strong coffee. Well, that's probably what it
3: was, yeah. You
2: know, I never got was. into coffee because I was, like, probably middle school age, if not younger, I asked my mom for a cup of coffee one morning, and she told me that caffeine would stunt my growth. Oh. <laughs> and my stepdad, who is, like, Five foot, nothing was always had a cup of coffee in his hand, and he was like, "Oh, it never hurt me any." And I was like, "Well, I don't want to be your size, so <laughs> I'm not." First, the smoking
5: just... <laughs> thing. Now this, we've got like <laughs> an insight in your childhood.
3: Yeah,
2: very impressionable as a kid.
5: Yeah, you were.
3: Okay, I'm gonna read a story, and the three of you cannot lie.
5: Okay, I'm gonna try not to. You have
3: to tell the truth. Okay, okay you ready?
5: Mm-hmm.
3: What is the pettiest reason you've ever broken up with someone?
5: Uh, he kissed my teeth.
3: Kissed your teeth? Yeah,
5: like when we were making out. He was really cool. He was a lawyer, lived downtown. Ish. And he was sober, like I was. And then we went to kiss, and he was like really focused on my teeth when we were kissing.
3: Why would you focus on someone's teeth when they're kissing?
5: I never asked. I just got the hell out of there. I was like, this will never work. (laughs)
3: So he literally put his lips on your teeth? Like,
5: he was like... Like sucking on my teeth, kind of. Yeah, like at one point, I don't know if our teeth, no, our teeth didn't scrape together. He's just like, his tongue was very involved with like my teeth, and that felt not okay.
3: Oh, I don't even like it when I touch my own teeth with my tongue.
5: Same. So that didn't last. I also quit dating somebody because they were really strict about their diet and they didn't want to eat any sugar anytime. And I remember I was like, can we go to frozen yogurt? And he goes, I'll watch you eat frozen yogurt. And for some reason, that bugged me.
3: (laughs) Well, yeah, but it's like, if they're gonna avoid sugar the rest of their lives, get away from them.
5: Yeah, that's how I felt. So Run cool. away. Those are two of mine. Anybody okay, else want to go?
2: Kevin, AJ. Um, my pettiest one. Hmm, oh, probably. I dated a girl once, and she was like telling me a story about how she was like dated a bunch of like professional athletes in the past, yeah. and I was like, mm, red
3: flag, no. <laughs> red flag, <laughs> no. Thank you. I yeah, I understand that. Right,
2: and I was like, whatever. She was like very nice, but I was just like, I don't. Well, what, what am I going to do now?
3: But you were right the other day when you called me and said, God, Taylor Swift looked like such, such a whore hanging out. Oh like my God! <laughs> What's well, what he told? Just me. to all the Swifties, I never said. What? <laughs> are be Let Swift. me get on the
5: horn. I got. <laughs> I have a proof text a going that
2: nice would end girl. you.
3: <laughs> Like, she's big Taylor Swift fan, hanging yeah. out at the football stadium. Oh, God. No, there's
2: nothing wrong with dating professionals. But, like, she was, like, bragging about it. And I was like, if you think, like, that's
3: cool, like, yeah. Like, know. who was she dating, can you say? Oh,
2: she didn't even have, like, they weren't even, like, famous people. Oh, it was really? Just like, and it was like, yeah, she was like. I've dated, like, the professional athlete stuff, and I just don't want to do that anymore. And, oh, like, there, right? Okay. Did like, you say me, too? Yeah, same.
3: I used to date all the Lynx chicks, yep. and it just didn't work out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it was. AJ, what do you got? Yeah, AJ. I'm not
4: the person to ask, because I've never broken up with somebody. I've, How old it, are you again? 26. Um, 26, okay. The times where cool. I've, like, wanted to get out of, like, a, a situation, I usually, like make myself seem worse and like I change because <laughs> the only because only because I think about the long game here and, I, and hear me out hear me out uh, I'm know. hearing you hear me out look at, look at me imagine being dumped by me like the self shut esteem up. shot oh, shut so no, you no, no you but you're the handsome
3: no. guy Hey so, I, you know,
4: like, I,
5: I will so not so it's like oh you know
4: I, show, I start showing up a little late and blah, 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 blah. so yeah no it's, it's but, not, I, but I also haven't dated like enough to wear I have any like wild like that. that's only happened like once or twice, but
5: um, no. I'm gonna totally take that your your reasoning and throw it out the window. You just don't want to break up with somebody, right? And, and ki- you yeah. want to have them be the breaker upper. And
2: like, how like to what extreme are you prepared to like make them want to break up with? Like, are you about to like start like stealing their silverware out of their house <laughs> or like what? Like, I how far know. are you willing you're to go?
4: Kick uh, a dog is that's what I want to do. Oh my god, no, I, I didn't. I didn't get that far. It's just like you know. This very slow texting, or you know, just oh hey, I forgot about this and blah blah blah, yeah. and I'm like oh hey, you know, just it's you just There's make like yourself a, ter- a little bit worse. There's
5: like a term for that. It's like not ghosting, but it's
2: oh, it's called fizzling.
5: Yeah, where you just kind of be shitty at interactions <laughs> more and more and more. My husband's been trying it for years, and I'm like, I'm just gonna stick around. Didn't work. <laughs> it's not gonna work.
3: Well, there you like, go. Justin,
5: I'm too lazy to do paperwork for divorce, so. so.
3: But nobody got destroyed of the three of you, so that's good. No. No. Because no. some people take that stuff really hard. Mm-hmm. Oh. They, you get broken up with, they take it really hard.
5: Oh, I had a guy, I'm not even going to detail, but, like, we'd only Over been. Over you? I know. What I was shocked. The I hell? was shooketh as well. I was actually surprised I even had to, like, I almost didn't even shoot him a text because we had very casually hung out. And so I was like, I don't even think this deserves a, hey, let's break up text. Like, I thought we would just not talk. But I was like, mm-hmm. I don't know. He's kind of emotional. I'll shoot him a text to be nice. Like, hey, I think you're great. Not that into this. blah blah You did this via text. Oh, oh my. No. I was like, I almost oh. didn't even do it formally. Right. Oh, like no. Oh, it was bad. And then he was, like, sending me things late at night. And I was like, we are like, I don't know if I can go on. I'm like, we literally hung out, like, three times We played video games, and I was like, I'm just not that, we're just not that into each other, you know? It was, it was, it was surprised, like, it shocked me that it even needed a moment.
2: You just have that impact on I know, I I just have that effect
4: on men. (laughs) A crushing tsunami wave every time.
3: Yeah, it's really nice. I had a
2: kind of a similar situation where, like, hung out with somebody, like, two or three times, and, but she just, like, disappeared one day. Uh Uh-oh. and so, like, didn't really think anything. I was like, okay, whatever. This kind of sucks, but not the end of the world. But uh, we had a mutual friend that I, like, ran into, like, a couple months later. And they're like, oh, did you hear about so-and-so? I was like, oh, no, like, just kind of oh, disappeared. No. And then, like, no. she was on, like, some huge coke bend bender and, like, ended up in, like, Wisconsin oh, somewhere. No. And now has, like, changed her life. and is whatever, living on, like, a farm. And I was like, oh, that makes sense now. That, that makes me feel a lot better about myself as well.
5: That tracks. Yeah. I had a guy ghost me. He completely, so we we were hanging out. We watched a movie that night and we were supposed to go in like three days. We were supposed to go on like a walk around one of the lakes. Completely ghosted me. So I was like, okay. And I didn't care that much. We'd only been on maybe two dates. All right, live our lives. All of a sudden reaches out to me a month later. I was at a wedding in Portland. I got this text. He's like, hey, I'd love to hang out. And I said, did she break up with you? And he's like, Yep.
3: Oh! <laughs> I mean, so like
5: I honest. was like I I know I loved I was laughing I was like we're good here like I it's not gonna happen but get it was away like from me. You the funny thing is he was probably like trying to decide between us and which one and right. it was like good okay God. I picked this other girl and then yeah. it didn't work out so I'll go back to the well or whatever and it's like yeah it's just not that it's not that deep but like I don't want somebody who's this shitty at communicating. If he probably would have told me like like hey I'm gonna get something I maybe would have maybe like thought about the idea of dating because you just never know. Right. But, like, if you're that bad, that you that conversation is so scary to you, I'm like, no, I can't. Sorry.
3: But, yeah. What a world.
5: It felt so obvious.
3: You know what's amazing to me is hmm. I look back at that whole deal now. Yeah. And I – there's not one woman that I dated for a while that I look back and go, God, I wish I hadn't done that. They were all very nice. I didn't date very much, though. In my my well, like I said, I didn't have sex till I was twenty-two. Yeah. For a very specific reason, because I didn't want to be locked in for the rest of my life. Um, but no, that I mean, dating until I met Catherine, I had nice dates and all the rest of it, and I didn't have any.
5: Oh, I definitely have people I wish I never went on dates really?
2: with. Really? Oh. Because I don't.
5: For sure.
2: I don't. I'm with you. I don't think I have anybody that I'm like. Oh, that was a terrible decision right. to date that person or anything like that. Or I don't even have like bad first date stories where they're like awkward because I'm like worst case scenario. I'm just gonna go in here and have talk fun. and yeah. get have fun. And if yeah. you're not gonna have fun, well, that's a you problem, and we'll go on. We'll probably never talk to each other.
5: I dated this really angry army veteran guy, and I thought Ooh. at first he was chill. Like we were both mm-hmm. kind of chill, and it was like he had. Um, like a hot tub thing, we were all hanging out. It was very like normal, not like sexy time hanging out, but it was just like hanging out, whatever, at a hot tub and i had left with friends and um i'd changed into normal clothes and i'd left my swimming suit there and things had gone downhill for us but i was like can i i'm 20 I'm something can i come pick up my swimming suit like i can't afford to go buy another <laughs> swimming suit <laughs> yeah and he's like i'll leave it in a bag for you outside i go perfect because he was at this God. point had already showed he how angry he is like why is he so angry now well he was an army veteran and i he just angry guy. I mean, it was at the point he would send me these things. And this is we were we were barely again, barely dating. Mm-hmm. And um, we were like talking about the idea of dating. We had a bunch of mutual friends. And I was like, yeah, just leave it outside. Perfect. We uh, he lived right outside of Golden Valley. and I was living in Golden Valley. I was like, I oh will swoop this up. Live our lives. Love that. So I get there. It's not outside. Oh, God. Because he wanted that interaction. And he's like, well, I'm not home right now. So, like, I don't, you know, I can't just bend to your schedule. And I was like. (laughs) And so he wanted one last, like, dramatic thing. And I remember being like.
3: How about being punched in the face? I was
5: like. You can keep the suit. He's like, I'll be there in three minutes. He comes around the corner, has the suit in the bag. Oh, my God. And I God. just remember being like,
2: you're crazy. Right, because you left the house with my swimsuit. Yeah. And rather than <laughs> leaving know. it on the front door, like, you got in your car. I remember being
5: like, I dodged a huge bullet Absolutely. by, like, barely. It you also know, was like, oh, my God, trust your instincts. Like, you're crazy. Yeah. So I was like, can I have it? Like, we lived our lives. But, like, he would randomly to this, I mean, probably until, like, 3 years ago would text me like you dating anybody? Like, oh my god.
3: How many years later was that?
5: Oh, like 6. Oh like,
3: my god. Get
5: I, over I, it. I it was, it was so funny to me where I go these interactions. I think people don't realize how casual they are or if you're not dating a lot of people, you don't real like you put a lot of pressure on one situation. Yeah. Yeah. But like I was until I would commit to anybody, I would just date people, just like you said. I would have fun and go out and whatever. Yeah, it was
3: great. Yeah. It was mm. very, very nice. Yeah, I thought it was fun. Yeah, I honestly, got I'm just sitting here looking back. I suppose there were a couple of them that, you know, gave me the Heisman, but I didn't know it. I don't know. I just never had that. It was—I didn't date a ton, like I said, because I was working my ass off. But I didn't have any of that. I think there was a couple probably that, like I said, who, Tom, who? Who's calling? Yeah, I don't uh, know. Whatever. Well, I tell you, the one, the one I had to break up with when I was 16 because her father found out I was Catholic, so I had to go away.
5: Well, and you were that one girl, I'm not your type. That's what she told you.
3: She said, I'm not your type. That's true. I asked her out, and she said, I'm not your type. That's rough. Okay. Uh,
5: That's rough. Actually, you are, but uh, I'll just see myself out.
3: I said, I you know, I didn't know before, so I'm not your type. I didn't know you were an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> so Which I, you
5: actually are attracted to, so that's a problem. <laughs> yeah, that's a problem.
3: I like hard, tough Now, she, I remember her, yeah, she, I think she married a friend of mine, actually, and it lasted for about three hours. It's one of those marriages didn't, not a long-lasting hookup, no. if you know what no. I'm saying. No, no. No, I just, that's, that's gotta be, that's gotta be tough for people to get broken up on all the time. They must get the impression that nobody likes them. Well, I feel like in
2: today's world, it never gets to, like, that super oh, doesn't anymore. serious part like yeah. as often. Like, I feel like it's a lot more casual. Or, like, I've, right. like back in the day, like, I remember my the first girlfriend I ever had in, like, middle school. I thought it was, like, the biggest deal. Oh, like, yeah. oh, my gosh, this means we must be, like, destined together. And then, like, over the course of the summer, I remember I was like... I think I'm going to break up with her. Like, I really don't <laughs> like her.
6: But
5: been... And the burden of that age and, of dating and, somebody. And, and oh, at that time,
2: it God. was like pre-cell phone. And so it wasn't like I just texted her or something like that. I had to wait till the first day of school. And the first thing I did was go find her in the hallway. It was like, we're no longer dating. We are
5: officially <laughs> no longer so. dating. <laughs>
2: yeah, Brutal. So it's the, right. Yeah, but like today, it's more of just like, a, oh, yeah, we're kind of. We've hung out a couple of times. It's yeah. more casual. We,
3: don't get do some people get too involved, do you think, too quickly? Yeah. I think that's a major problem. Like, one side's like, well, we'll see how it works out. And the other side's like, I'm in already. I know. That's mm-hmm. got to be uncomfortable as hell.
5: It's fine. It's funny because I feel like I have that disease kind of like probably Tevin does too where I can go into a conversation and even if I feel nothing, I go, we can have a fun. I always would do a dog walk. So at least something mm-hmm. would get accomplished. Right. Or if we didn't have anything right. to talk about, we can be like, oh, look at Izzy. She's so funny. Like, ah and I feel like the problem was is I, if you're good at keeping a conversation going, you they go wow we must have a connection. In reality, yep. I'm like yeah. I just can talk to anybody and enjoy right. talking, and yep. I don't care what it is. I remember that I let this guy tell me he worked at 3m, and his job was sit in a reclined chair and he would look at screens go over him like like oh, a, like a, for um cell phone. Like, it was like a screen that they would make for the cell phone, so he would go and make sure there's no cracks in it. And he would sit there all day, and he told me about every detail. Again, I know the inclined chair, the things going past him, and he would see if there's a... And I let him talk the whole time. And when he got done, I think he was like, we're in love, right? Because I was like the first person to listen to his really boring stories and ask questions. Yeah. And I I think that that happens Uh, a lot. Is that?
2: Right, you flirted your way into it. I an did relationship. not flirt oh, my way into
5: well. it. Like he if you would have talked to him, because you're really good at keeping a conversation going, he'd also go, Tevin and I are in love.
2: Right. You know, we're best friends. Like, <laughs> sir, I just for my own personal enjoyment, rather than sitting silence, Like, yeah, I'm gonna interview I, you a little I
5: bit. I love asking questions, huh. but yeah. I think that happens a lot, is that there's not a lot of especially interactions, like People don't have a lot of in-person interaction. So if it goes mm-hmm. well for them, they go, we must be destined. You think that
3: phones have made it harder or, be- or easier? Harder? It is harder.
5: I think you, right? Like there is like a nice communication, quick, you know, like a little quick interaction. Like I just texted the boy I used to nanny, Ethan. I said, send me pictures of the school you're at. I want to see where you're living and stuff like that for fun, you know, quick whatever. But it, it's not a real conversation. Yeah. I don't know. What do you think?
3: I don't know. I never. I just never got so involved, and in it. it's kind of weird because it was one of those deals. Catherine said this, and I thought the same thing. That the very first time I met her, she was twenty one. I was twenty nine, about to turn twenty nine. And we just kind of knew right away that it was gonna, it's gonna work out. Did I mean, she know right weird. away? Yeah, I guess so. She I told would like me that to later. ask her. Oh, so she, no, I'm I a. Mean, a it's she, nice I to hear tried the to other run side. Of away. The story. <laughs> What do you mean the other side of the story? Listen
2: to you guys. you you. You get to get on radio every day and tell it from your perspective. So I would be curious to see what her first impression of you was. Like if yeah. she, like I doubt it was like you opened the door and then it was like oh and it
3: was just like you're a bad. What do you mean you doubt that? Why would not I have angels? Yeah, I, why would I just doubt that? You probably
2: you probably gave her some attitude or something. And, oh, she gave me
3: attitude. See, like that. So that's like, what happened. He was like,
5: "Do you even know who I am? I'm right. Tom Bernard." And she goes, "I do not care." Right.
3: Couldn't care less. Oh. She actually called me the wrong name. Bill is here. It's like I'm not Bill. See? It was such. Okay. Oh no, Bob. It but was, Bob. was
5: she playing a game? Like that's
3: I don't know. That's when we need to get her point of view.
5: Not because I don't think she was absolutely smitten with you. I believe that's true. Look at you.
3: I will tell (laughs) (laughs) This is how it's gonna go for the rest of the day. But did I tell you the show's over early today for Look both at you of said you? That. I know, you think he's hilarious he over there. he's so
4: funny.
5: Yeah, it's, that's
3: oh, a great line. He's crying. Oh my gosh, Ugh. I'm so funny.
4: Tevin, you should do stand-up
3: though. I'm so funny. let <laughs> oh, Let's do stand-up as long as it's about Tom. Yeah. Look yeah, at you, okay. I can't
1: believe you said that. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> that don't worry
3: brutal. about me, no doubt about it. one rough. thing I will tell you that gets really old... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm is when people meet, like, a, let's say I go play golf with a guy or whatever, and then it lines up, hey, you know, some days we should get together with our wives and have dinner. I get this whole deal a lot where, like, we show up, and they stare at Catherine, and they look at me, and they go, like, like really? Oh, yeah, the old cliche, like, oh, you know I really? I kicked your coverage with oh, that. Oh, well, yeah, I get that just, all
2: the time. You can skip it. I get it. She's cute. You don't think I'm attractive. Like, go away. You know what
3: she did to me like two, three weeks ago? We are oh. out the, having a little dinner with some friends, Michael Bryant, mm-hmm. his wife was there, great friends. I don't know if the other people want to mention it, but these eight people came by, and they recognized me from the morning show, right? So they were talking, wonderful, and we were having a really nice time. And then a guy looks, looks at me, and he looks at Catherine, he goes, your wife is stunningly beautiful. And I'm like, oh, great i got to hear about that all night now again. So you know what Catherine did? Hmm. I can't do with headphones on. So the guy goes, your wife is stunningly beautiful. And she goes like this. Flip the hair. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just strokes the ego. flipped her hair. I'm like, really? Smartass.
5: I feel like I can relate. I feel like I also think my husband is more attractive than I am. And I'm fine with it.
3: You've decided that? Yeah. Like you don't it. give yourself... Any credit for being attractive? No, I like. Why that. Not? I
5: feel like he's cute. I think he's. No, 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 I'm not
3: talking about you. I'm not talking about him.
5: No, but I think I, if we look at us, I go.
3: Oh, I think I'm cute, Tom. I think know.
5: I think he's <laughs> the hotter one, like, and I like that. Uh
3: huh. Well, I wouldn't know because I'm not attracted to guys, so I don't know.
5: You could tell.
3: I, there's no way I could tell. You could
5: tell he's a little snack. You no, know,
3: if I did go that way, this would be the guy. Is that what so? You I think? can't
5: say Catherine's beautiful. No,
3: no, they're handsome. I understand handsome, but. Attractive is a different deal. I can me. tell you that yeah.
5: Catherine is attractive, right? But
3: I can see Get it. away from my Be- wife being <laughs> like
2: saying attractive versus like handsome. That's definitely different. Because like it's different,
5: yeah. Well, he's both, so
3: <laughs> he's got a. You can admit that you want to
5: hit it. It's fine.
3: Oh my! Here there we go. We go now. The correct term is shtup. shtup. The shtup. Yep. Go with the shtup, No doubt. We have to take a break, ladies and gentlemen. Kent Herbeck coming up in just a couple of minutes. This is Tommy B. for my pals at Niemeyer Trailer Sales. They've been a part of Minnesota since 1965. The name says it all. They are family. If you want to take your passion on the road and make some memories camping wherever you want with a pulled trailer RV, go to Niemeyer Trailer Sales. Father Jim Sr. started the business, and the brother and sister team of Tim and Lisa handle Albertville with Jim Jr. at the helm in Elko and Newmarket. They're the best name in non-motorized RVs with great deals on the best brands like Rockwood and Northwood. Niemeyer Trailer Sales truly outservices their competition with personable employees, often sons and daughters of this third-generation family-owned business. They do what they say they'll do. That's very important. And they do it every time because their name is on the building. And with a huge selection and RV service professionals standing by, you will leave satisfied no matter what you are looking for. Niemeyer takes care of every memory maker, I mean customer, of course, that visits their Albertville or Alco Newmarket location. Head to com and put your passion on the road. They're my friends at Niemeyer Trailer Sales. Dougie, how's life in Baldwin? I love it, though it's a bit hard to find a half-calf, decaf, heavy foam. I'll give you some heavy foam. Yeah, that's what he said. Anyway, I just came back from the national Ford meeting and got to hear Bill Ford, Henry's grandson, and Jim Farley, who's the CEO, talk about the future of the company. It was really interesting, and I learned some cool stuff. Read this. Ford builds more vehicles in the USA than any other brand. Huh? I thought it would have been Tesla. Not even close. Keep reading. Ford outsold Toyota in 2022 and is on track to do it again. I didn't know that either. Probably these commercials. Yeah, sure, Bill. Ford also has the largest number of assembly workers in the United States. You know, Tom, I've really fallen in love with the product. From the electrics to the super duties, thanks to you, a lot of people have reached out to put Ford on their list. If you want to talk cars in general or Ford specifically, reach out to me at Doug at FlagshipFord.com. FlagshipFord.com. There's plenty of thoughts that come into your head when you think the name Killebrew. Of course, there's the Minnesota baseball legend, Harmon, who was responsible for many a favorite memory at the Old Met Stadium in Bloomington, and many a baseball that ended up in the stands and in the gloves of adoring fans from his home runs. There's Killebrew Drive, the legendary road that connects highway to the mall of america and a day of shopping you'll never forget my current thoughts for the name killabrew is fun floats in our kitchen with my kids and grandkids a cool refreshing break in between innings at target or chs field or maybe a perfect sunset paired with a sweet frothy beverage after fishing or on your favorite walleye lake Killebrew Root Beer and Cream Soda. Grab a six-pack at a grocery or convenience store near you. I'm Tom Bernard. Enjoy the one Killebrew Root Beer and Cream Soda.
6: Your family will love Minnesota-made Killebrew old-fashioned root beer and cream soda. Then cheer on the fun. Take it from me, Ken Herbeck, Killebrew. It's how memories are created and legends are made.
1: This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show podcast.
5: Yeah, baby. You're listening to the Tom Bernard Morning Show, which is eventually going to be the Tom Bernard f- and Friends, but it'll start. To, uh, people are asking, emailing in. It starts on Monday at 8 a.m. So if you join late, that's fine. You can re listen later. So don't worry about it. 8 to 11, mm-hmm. and that's the party. How the heck are you, Ken Herbeck?
6: Hi, Britt. What's happening?
5: Not too much. We are all celebrating Taylor Swift uh, attending a Chiefs game. That's all we've been talking about all
2: week.
6: You got nothing better it else, nothing other to talk about?
2: Correct. What? You're not a big okay. T. Swift and Kansas City Chiefs fan?
6: Oh, I'm a Swifty fan. I know you are, Ken. Oh, That's got why it. I love you. go. Yeah.
3: All right, ladies and gentlemen, Minnesota legend Ken Herbeck Sports brought to you exclusively by Killebrew Old Fashioned Root Beer and Cream Soda. At the ballpark up north, or in your fridge, Kilbrew root beer and cream soda. So, what you're dating Taylor Swift now? Is that what you're saying, Ken?
6: I just uh, got here. Yeah, yeah. We're uh, well, we're kind of on the house right now. because uh, <laughs> Kelsey showed up. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. I forgot. Yeah, we were we were hot and heavy, steady thing going here when she was in town uh, <laughs> you know, a month ago, and now uh, she blew me off for him.
3: Uh typical. Typical. That's yep. all we know.
6: Yep. No question a, about it. She chases the season. She was a ball, you know, during the ball season. Now it's yeah. football season. So, yeah, smart she's woman. Yeah.
3: Are yep. you excited, Mr. Herbeck? Because I am excited for Tuesday. Am I Tuesday.
6: excited? Yes. About Taylor?
3: <laughs> yes, about Taylor Swift. Forget about the playoffs. Let's talk Taylor Swift. <laughs> <laughs>
6: um, heck yeah! I'm fired up for the boys. I'm, I'm happy. I mean, people have been railing on them all year. We've been railing on them. Well, I guess we haven't really railed on them at all. No. You have. but Oh, uh, well. <laughs> um, you know, the up and down thing, and um, we talked about it all year, how they played a good one. And, and now, which is pretty quick, what is going on pretty cool right now, is they're playing the best ball they have all season. I Yes. Think the, the hardest part is going to be who are they going to have on this playoff roster. Boy,
3: I tell Glad you, I'm not I got—I like their pitching. I got to be honest with you. If they, they, especially at the beginning here, where you only really need two pitchers, they got a couple of really, really good starters. Got some good middle now. I—I I, I think the pitching is looking better now because of the way it's structured than it has all year. Don't you think?
6: Well, I mean, their pitching staff has really done a great job all year. I mean, they're—they've. Mm-hmm. Uh... I mean, they're not down by nine runs, uh, you know, in the fifth inning. Boy, the guys that kept them in the game and you know, give them a chance to win every stinking ball game—they go out there and pitch. But uh, yeah, it, it shortens up the pitching staff a little bit with uh, with the playoffs here. There's, you know, what they go out and lose two games, boom, boom, just like that, and everybody says, "Oh, same old thing again." But uh, I don't know. I, I these guys are playing good, and and they, they seem to be playing their best baseball right now. Scoring some runs might be an issue, but. Uh, like I said, the hard part is going to be figuring out who Rocco brings with them to the ballpark uh, yeah. next Tuesday night or Tuesday day or whatever they play. That
3: Byron Buxton thing is going to be very difficult for him, I'm sure, because of you know getting hurt a lot and all the rest of it, and not a great hitter anyway. But once in a while, he gets a hold of one. So, I, yeah, Rocco's got a lot of a lot of decisions to be made, doesn't he?
6: It'll be it'll be interesting. This, you know, that, like I said, they're playing their best baseball right now, and they're playing. They're playing without Lewis, they're playing without Correa, and they're playing without Byron Buston. Yeah,
3: And
6: the yeah. team is playing, um, I don't know, it just looks like a, these guys are, they're doing everything right, making the plays, um, you know, getting key hits, key walks, all that kind of stuff. Key pitchers are getting key strikeouts, but, you know, you got to have your, your best players on the field uh, when, when the thing starts and whether... Whether they decide that they want to throw Buxton out there, I'm sure Korea it sounds like he's going to be back. It sounds like Lewis is all right. Mm-hmm. He's going to probably make it back. So, yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting. I'm I'm uh, I'm ready to see. What is it? Like ten o'clock? I think on Tuesday morning they have to have their rosters in. So uh, uh, that's the interesting thing. Then go get them. Let them go. Let them go play.
3: No, I agree. You know, i got to tell you something that was very, very touching last uh, – yesterday afternoon, I should say, I guess because it was an afternoon game. And I've all liked the guy anyway. a way. matter of fact, I'm going to reach out to him and, and try to get him on the show next week if he's got the time. But Dick Bremer at the end of the very last home game of the season, because uh, Dick's been with the team now, God, how many years? Long, long 30, time.
6: 39 or something yeah, like, like that. Yeah, like
3: 39 know, years. Something. And he gave the most – and he didn't – overdo it he didn't try too hard none of that th- stuff like that he gave the most sincere and kind of heart-rending uh talk about how he hated to not be able to come back to that stadium for a while and do baseball games in the stadium he said he liked it much more than you know the metrodome because he can talk to the people sitting in front of the booth you actually have con- you know Connections with them. Dick Bremer did such a nice salute to what it means to be a, a twins announcer. That was very, very good and very professional, I thought.
6: Yeah. Dick, Dick loves doing what he loves his job. He there's does. A yep. There's a lot of people that don't like Dick and say, Oh, you listen to Dick talk and listen to him. What? You know what? There, there isn't, there isn't one guy in that whole stadium that goes to work and enjoys work as much as he does. He yep. loves going to the ballpark and he loves talking Twins baseball, and he'll talk your ear off about it even when you're not at the stadium. So, um, yeah, he he always just patted himself on the back and said, hey, I can't believe they're doing this. They're letting me go to the ballpark. They're paying me and I get <laughs> exactly. to talk about baseball. Yeah.
3: I love that about him. I, he's very sincere. He's, he loves the team, obviously. It's not a fake deal where you know you can tell some announcers in some markets they're not from there and they're not really sincere about it. <laughs> Dick is a very—he's really good, I think,
6: terrific. Yeah, him and him and Justin have turned out really well. Yep, uh, Justin moreno' doing a great job. Yep, uh, and so is Kirk. Kirk's doing a great job, and of course, Timmy. Does, I think they've done a great job. Audrey Martin does a great job with her job on the field, and and uh, yeah, the, I think the uh, the staff, the people that follow them, have done a great job. And and uh, you know, it, it's been some tough seasons for them, but you know, if they stay in there and they battle. You have to battle. <laughs> Up in the press boxes, <laughs> when the team is going hard, going bad, uh, you have to, you know, try to keep things light too. At, at times, when the team is going bad, that's the hard part about uh, broadcasting. It's easy when it, when the team's going well, right? But when the team's stinking the place up, and believe me, I was there many a times and stunk the place up. I'm sure they have a hard time sitting up in that booth going. Yeah, uh, eh, that Herbeck, he's doing okay, but he really sucks. You know, uh, it's oh, they want to say but they can't. I didn't you know? know
3: you could hear me when I said that. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, one of the yeah, things I do miss, Mr. Herbeck, is being in the press box when Sid Hartman was there. If you said one bad word about a twin or a Viking or whatever, boy, did he get pissed off. You don't know anything you're talking about. You're nuts. You shouldn't <laughs> even be allowed in here. God, Sid wow. would just go off the deep end. I love yeah. Sid.
6: Sid was a homer. Sid loved his uh, loved his sports people. Here's today's sports hero. Yeah. <laughs> today's sports hero. Uh, but, yes, yeah, Sidney loved his people. Um, like I said, we've had good good announcer. I mean, there's a few guys I've had a few run-ins with, but that happens. But, uh, yeah, I think the hard part is, uh, and like you talk about Dick, he, Dick Brummer, he's, uh, he loves what he does. Yep. And, uh, well, you couldn't find anybody else to replace him that loves it as much as Dick does.
3: Kent, is it right of me to be taking a position, or is it just me fooling myself, that what I've seen lately this team is ready to face just about anybody in the playoffs. That's kind of what it feels like to me. Is that just wishful thinking?
6: No, I, I don't think they should be afraid of I me. Mean, I guess right. know, A lot of people around here are saying well, at least they don't have to play the Yankees. Um, yeah, the Yankees <laughs> are, are, are sitting on. They get to sit on the bench and watch uh, watch somebody play this this uh, fall. But yep. uh, yeah, it looks like it's going to be Houston or uh, Seattle. I think are right now mm-hmm. any possibility of two, three teams they could play. And again, we don't know what time they're playing on Tuesday. I am definitely going to the ballpark, so right. I'll be at the ballpark to watch the game, but uh, um, yeah, it's uh, I don't think they're afraid of playing anybody. Their pitching staff, like you said, has been doing great, and, and uh, I, I just think it's, you know, it's, it all depends on if these guys can score some runs for uh for their for their pitcher, whoever, whoever's out there pitching. You
3: know what I gotta do? I gotta get on the phone and like, because Laudner's going to sit on his ass and do nothing now. He doesn't have to work anymore because he got the national teams on it. So I've call and get. got to get Laudner on the show, maybe call Gaetti, have him on the show. And just to be a pain in the ass, I'll call Al Newman. Hey, Al, you want to come on the show? What do you think? There you go.
6: Al will come on the show. Don't All
3: wanna, those guys are I'm sure. Yeah, i got to call him. As long as you don't
6: wake him up, let wake <laughs> me up. <laughs> no, I'm like, yeah, exactly.
3: Well, I, we. Maybe we should get a special guest for for your show uh, for this this uh, next week. God, we should, well, I gotta reach I gotta figure out somebody to get on the show with you next week. That'd be phenomenal.
6: Well, it'd be nice, especially if the Twins win a couple of ball games here next week. That yeah, be nice. yeah, um, that would be very nice. I talked with uh, Jimmy Lundeen the other day. Great guy, killer beer. Mm-hmm. and. Uh, Saw him at a little party that uh, some guys had, and, and it was a, a beautiful night. And Jimmy was uh, was wondering if I was going to still be doing the show. On, during the playoffs, I said, "Hey, let's go, let's do it, Jimmy." So <laughs> he's back um, in. <laughs> I, I'm in. I'm not just going to leave. I'll be. I'm here until uh, we got no more Twins baseball this this fall. So it's uh, it's great to see that uh, Kilberry Whitfair still at it.
3: You know, the amazing thing for me, Kent, is the fact that I've been following this team now from day one. Uh, yeah, you know, caught on to the Vikings when I was 15. That was a little later. But when the Twins, when the Minneapolis Millers went away and the Twins came into town, uh, there was a little crossover there, I guess. But, but I will never forget how excited I was that we had a professional baseball team in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Man, that was a huge deal back in the day because, like I said, it was... I think Minneapolis-Millers, weren't they like single-A single, single a or double-A ball anyway, I think?
6: Uh, uh, I think, yeah, they were higher than that, I believe. Oh, were they? I don't answer that question off the top of my head. Somebody would have to Google that for us. But, uh, yeah, they were, I mean, I don't know if they were even triple-A. Maybe not, I don't know. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I was a youngster back then, too. Um, but I, uh, you know, I wasn't, I was was five years old or... When they made it to the, the World Series, I, I really don't even remember that. When the Twins played first played in the World Series in '65, no, no. I have very slight recollection of that. But uh, no, it's uh, yeah, it's it's a uh, it's a great time of year for Twins fans. I know people are fired up about it. I'm probably more fired up about it because they'll probably get to watch them on TV now instead of them being blacked out someplace. Yeah, they'll be they'll be able to figure out. Who's on this team, and they get to watch them on uh, on live television, which will be
3: uh, fun. God, it was so great. In 1965, I was at Jordan Junior High School, and people probably won't even believe this when I tell them this, but uh, the World Series, I believe, in 1965, every World Series game was a day game.
6: I think so. Yeah. I,
3: I think that is true. They were all. We were watching the World Series in the classroom at Jordan Junior High School. God, that
5: must have been exciting. It was the
3: greatest. But I do, if my memory serves, every game was a day game in that World Series.
6: Yeah, there might have been, just for the fact that uh, (laughs) it probably didn't... uh... Think they could televise the games and get a good shot or something of the of the ballpark at night? I guess maybe they weren't even. I don't have no idea when they started doing night games on TV. But uh,
3: yeah, I don't either.
6: Yeah, you probably watched on a little twelve inch black and white TV too. I bet. Huh?
3: Oh yeah, was well, not a big deal. And then of course when I went down to Chicago to do a lot of voiceover, uh, the first couple of years, the first several years of that, uh, same situation with the, the Chicago Cubs all day games because they didn't even have lights at their stadium. Right, it was yep. phenomenal. I love that about it. <laughs> it was great. Yeah, and then to when watch. they
6: didn't play during the day, you had nothing to do. <laughs> <you know? laughs>
3: exactly right. That's exactly it. So, you got any predictions for this? Uh, we don't know who it is yet, but no. both of those teams, Seattle and Houston, are pretty damn good teams, don't you think?
6: Yes, they're they're very good teams. And again, um, you know, we played not to bring up Texas, but we played Texas. Came in there and we kind of beat up on Texas a little bit. And then right after they left here, they got hot as heck, and they uh, they played some good baseball. We, they almost caught uh, Tampa Bay. And so it's, uh, you know, it all depends on when you catch a team, how they're doing. Uh, and right now, like I said, the Twins, you know, we had Oakland in town who wasn't doing the best this year, who struggled with 110 losses or whatever they have. But uh, the Twins manhandled them pretty good. They, they got a tough game yesterday. But, yeah. And like you said before, Tommy, I don't think they're afraid to Who the heck they have to play? Right. Uh, let's go. Let's go play whoever and, and do our best, and we'll see what happens. Let the chips fall where they may. I'm hoping. I, I like. I like their chances here to. Yep. To get by the first round.
3: I do too, and I'm just hoping I got my fingers crossed. And Mr. Herbeck, you would remember this as well. I'm just hoping on Tuesday, day game, night game, whatever it is that I can look out at the left field bleachers and see a sign that says Tom Bernard IQ 92.
6: (laughs) That might be a little on the high side. (laughs) (laughs) And that's a little on the high side. You're absolutely...
3: That was so exciting. I mean... I. I, I honestly got to be at those games, the World Series, with you guys playing in the World Series. God, I
5: can't even imagine.
3: The first time in my life, because I didn't get to go in any of the games when they were they played in 65 against the Dodgers. Well, they don't
6: even let them hang banger, banners anymore. Do they at stadiums? I don't think they,
3: think they do? do. I think you might be
6: right. you got to carry your own carryable piece of cardboard or something people oh. have. But I don't think they let them hang banners anymore, which I always thought were pretty cool because, you know, he – you gotta buy a ball, Herbeck, Frankie, Sweet Music, Viola signs and Oh yeah. Stuff. I used to hang from uh the Ravers, the Randy Bush fan club and um yeah, it was pretty cool. Um that uh that stuff went on. Hopefully like I said, the atmosphere is gonna be a little bit different at the ballpark. It was a little different this last week at the yeah, ballpark. Yep. a little more cheering going on, a little louder when guys got a hit, so it was a uh, definitely a fun, uh, fun atmosphere at the ballpark, and we'll be next week at the ballpark. So, looking forward to it.
3: All right, young man, we will talk to you next week, and I'm gonna—I gotta reach out to a couple of people. If you talk to them, All tell right. them I'll be reaching out. Maybe even Johnny Castino, get him on. I would love to there talk to a, a different twin every day. So, if you have any suggestions, I—I I w- I will take yeah, any uh, suggestions.
6: I'll reach out to some guys too and see if they want to come on. I think it's I'll, great. Well, I'll let—I'll I'll let, uh, let somebody know.
3: Okay, if they can't put up a banner, I just got a text message saying, Herbeck, it's your job to wear the IQ 92 hat just to besmirch Tom. <laughs> 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 All right, Pally, we'll talk to you next week.
5: Bye, guys. All right,
6: see you guys. Thanks, Have a great guys. weekend.
3: You too. Go twins. You? Go twins. Ken Herbeck Sports and the Tom Bernard Morning Show was presented once again by Killebrew Old Fashioned Root Beer and Cream Soda. Start your next memory at your favorite grocery or convenience store today. Find a store near you at KillebrewRootBeer.com. I love having him on. Oh, he's so good. Magnificent. Isn't he just the best?
5: Yeah, he's, I just, who knew that he was going to be one of my favorite people on this show? I just was like, oh, Kent, cool, whatever. And every time he comes on, I'm always like, oh, I just love him. I just want to soak up everything he says.
3: There was an old, old, old story. This is from many, many years ago. Yeah. And I'll never understand why it happened, but uh, there was a big story that came out that some guy threatened Kent Herbeck because he thought Herbeck cut him off, like pulling in front of him. Yeah. Which, from what I heard from everybody. He Herbeck didn't do that. Well, either way. I but mean, this guy thought he did. Yeah. So they pull over and Kent gets out of his car and this guy gets out of his car and apparently the guy took a swing at Herbeck. Yeah. And then Herbeck took a swing that landed apparently. So I'm talking to him live on the KQ Morning Show about it and go, did you really have to drill somebody? He goes, shit happens. <laughs> <laughs>
5: I can hear him saying it. I.
3: It was this long pause. He's
5: one of those calm people that you go, oh, like when he turns it on, it's right. on. Like
2: he doesn't turn it on unless he's turning it on to finish what you started.
5: Yeah, he's not the type. Ta- I don't think he gets easily ruffled, but I bet you he's the type that he doesn't start shit, but he's he ends it.
3: Oh, he ends stuff. There's no question about it. And I still, to this day when I brought up the fact that that IQ 90, Tom Bernard IQ 92 banner yeah. was hanging out there. I said, you know what an honor it is? I know it's supposed to be an insult to me, but I don't look at it that way at all. Yeah. But what an honor it is to look up and see your name at the World Series. He goes, yeah, that must be great, although, I did hit a grand slam in the World Series. Yeah. i like, yeah, get the <laughs> hell away from me.
5: Interchangeable in my mind. Yeah,
3: totally interchangeable. But you have a banner?
5: Here's the thing. Here's what I will say about the IQ 92. I love that. It's not that offensive. Your average IQ is 100.
3: Right. Exactly. So,
5: like, bring it down maybe like 9.2 right. IQ. Like, 92 is not that bad. IQ
2: 92, like, you've probably been called
3: worse. Oh, I think it's a possibility that (laughs) it might have happened. Your
5: IQ, our our IQs could be 92, and it would be just fine. Like, it's not that big of a diss.
3: Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. Not that big a deal. No. But it's also not like hitting a grand slam in the World Series. No, No, it's not.
5: It's not the same. So, way. And when he said that, you he know, must have felt about oh, this
3: big. I did. I was like, oh, I feel like a little pimple on the wall. I'll right.
5: show up, myself out.
3: Yeah, you just, like, your
2: shoulders kind
3: of slouch and you
2: grab your IQ 92
3: <laughs> sign and just walk out of the room. <laughs> It'd be good to. You. I'm glad you brought that up because something just popped up on my screen. A, a person asked me if I would read this. Okay. What's the pettiest reason you've ever broken up with someone, which apparently you, you were talking about that earlier?
5: Yeah, 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 we, yeah, we, yeah we, we, we were, were talking would, about right. that. I don't know if we ever got into the story, though.
3: I love this. You ever dump someone for a completely petty or superficial reason? Absolutely. Someone asked Reddit, here are the highlights. This very first one. I couldn't agree more. Okay. He broke up with her because her voice was like Minnie Mouse and I just couldn't take it. Yeah. Oh, are you coming over tonight? Yeah, that would be uh-huh. too much. You want uh-huh. to go into the
5: bedroom? Let's uh-huh. go, to, let's go yeah.
3: yeah, That would not be good.
5: Let's go. I bet you people broken up with me because of my voice, because I got an annoying voice. I could see that. I'm fine with
3: that. i like to break up with working with you. But other than that, (laughs) you know, my cat, oh, guy, this, oh, God, this is getting better as it goes. Oh, no. Um, This guy broke up with a woman, and he broke up with a woman for the following reason.
2: Uh
5: Uh-oh.
3: My cat said hello to her, and she didn't say hi back.
5: I relate to that on a very visceral <laughs> yeah. level. To
2: a cat? If you, yeah. If you were like disrespectful to oh, my, my dog or my cat or my pet, whatever. Yeah. What Dude. If,
5: what if you're mean to Catherine? Had that cat when you guys you were two dating? Cats. Two cats when you're dating. What if you were like rude to it? Well, I wouldn't
3: do that. I so
5: know. It just says so much about your character.
3: I know that she was far too good for me. Is that what you're trying to imply? Yes. You should even worship. The ground her cats walk on. The cats walk on. Hello. The cat says, hello.
5: Hello, kitty.
3: A woman broke up with a guy who had allergies because she considered it a sign of weakness. <laughs> if you're allergic, it's not really your fault you're allergic, lady. Yeah, that guy dodged a bullet. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah, he did. Really, Didn't isn't
5: he? that so true? <laughs> he did
3: dodge a bullet, you're right. Um, oh, God, yeah, I'd have to break up with him on this one, too no question about it i just on a first date a woman said excuse me i have to go tinkies
5: um it's really bad that we have a one-year-old because it has changed up our vocabulary quite oh, yeah. a bit oh yeah like i'll be like i just gotta go potty quick and then justin's like please don't like yep. you, i want to have sex someday in our lives <laughs>
2: <laughs> gotta go potty. We, Hey,
5: i gotta go potty quick and he's like just stop or i'll go hey, you want milkies Go, go, you want milkies? Oh, and he God. just was like, Oh I'm like, I know. I
2: know. Just go like the full reversal and just talk to your child like it's a full grown
3: adult.
5: That's where we're at. Yeah. We were like, You want milk, bitch? <laughs> no? All right.
3: Now this one I don't understand because I don't know why you'd be offended by this. He slept in socks. They were ankle socks and he specifically bought them to sleep in. Why would you care about that?
5: I do think it's weird when people sleep in socks, yes. but I don't think I would break up with somebody because
4: I mean, of that who
2: who weird. No, I would bully them until they took their socks Same. off. Oh, that's nice. Same. You're
4: going to have cold feet
3: at night, and you're going to like it. <laughs> yeah, what if like, your feet get colder than other people?
4: Uh, Jeff wrote in
5: said, I broke up with a gal due to her scratching her head with a fork and proceeded to eat with it. Oh, out oh, oh Jesus. No. Jeff, no. you made the right call. Yes.
3: Yeah. Everyone's fine with that. Parmesan or your dandruff? <laughs> ah,
5: Parma no. I'm
3: just shake your head. Tell me when.
5: Oh, Parma. that's so gross. Parma no.
3: What the hell ever that means, Parma no.
4: Uh,
3: a woman was just way too into her horse. Quote If a woman has a horse in her dating profile, you will never be more important than that horse. That There's is a true. lot of people that say that. that horse people
5: true. are uh, they're very passionate and they you'll you'd be lucky to become second in their life.
3: That would be Catherine, because yeah. she had horses forever. Well, they're so
2: expensive, I've, you probably almost have to put emotional value and yeah. effort into yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's
3: a good true. point. That's a very good point. You can't,
5: like, casually just no. like them. I think I okay. like horses.
3: This next one, I would be annoyed as a son of a bitch. All right. She ate her peas one at a time, but didn't do it with corn for some reason.
5: I love that they differentiate it. It's like one yeah. thing if he always did that. <laughs> you yep.
3: paid that much attention. Just, that's how much it annoyed him. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, she eats peas one at a time, but she scoops up the corn. It's like, what?
5: There's things that like. First
3: of all, let me point one thing out oh. before you move on. No. Corn is flat. Peas are round. If they roll away, they, roll, they can roll off your fork. Yeah. Corn's not going to roll off your fork.
4: There's, you can't compare corn and peas. Do people eat corn off the cob that often? <laughs> That's a really good question, like that, in a nursing home. Look no, at cans of corn. <laughs> okay, <fair. laughs> I was, the first like, 30 seconds of that, I thought you were saying like, she's biting, or he, she was expecting him to bite like, no, one
5: not wrong. thing it's of corn off the cob. Actually, rare. Like, oh,
4: that would be tough. If you're
5: not a child or like somebody. A very elderly person is like it's rare that I'm eating
2: just corn
5: pieces of corn. Yeah,
2: like unless it's mixed in in a recipe with something else. Exactly, you don't eat it as a side dish.
5: Like yeah, but like he's right. It's like corn on the cob is our jam at home. But like I'm not opening cans of corn. Really?
3: No, I like corn.
5: I like corn, but it's just rare. I feel like it's very much so. Like that's what I would feed Gogo. Is like steam loose corn yeah. Steamed <laughs> loose, loose corn
3: right i, was I it. I there's had a had lot of
4: ways corn. to do like potatoes yeah. but right. corn is like for me on the cob Top. and that's really it that's i that's i, I'm, way I to couldn't go. agree it's funny to
5: even think about it i don't know the last time i opened a can of corn for adults is lamers
3: on today yeah yes. oh i better get off my ass and i get heard out somebody away.
4: dated or broke up with somebody for being a movie
3: reviewer that's yeah. what I've heard. What a tra- that's a good trend. You transition. damn right. <laughs> all right, we got to get going. We're right back, in just a couple seconds. Timmy Lammers join us right after this. KNL Surplus and Ammo is your one-stop shop for all firearms-related products, and is the preferred choice among enthusiasts for over 25 years. Why? KNL Surplus and Ammo offers one of the widest selections of firearms in the region. The big box stores say they have a big selection, but that usually means they have a lot of inventory. Not a wide selection of different types of firearms. K&L has a broad selection of different calibers. K&L Surplus and Ammo also offer some of the best prices in the region. You might find a good sale now and again at a big box store. But K&L always has great pricing. And unlike a lot of other stores, K&L always includes tax in the listed price. K&L Surplus and Ammo is veteran-owned and offers first responder and veteran discounts. KNL is also committed to safety and a licensed FFL retailer. As a matter of fact, I got a couple of great tips while I was at KNL. Uh, first of all, now this makes sense, doesn't it? Because I have a 357 magnum pistol. And he said you should probably buy a lower caliber because the problem with the 357 is like say, you guys came walking in the room, and I shot the per- first person, the bullet from a to go right through him and hit the second person, too. Yeah. And I never even considered that before.
5: Yeah, just, how about this, don't shoot either of us? <laughs> Why not?
4: We both have keys to this building. Boom! Guys, just don't go in, like, eye formation form. Just stay spread out. Yeah, yeah. stay yeah. spread out, well, exactly. We, well, we can do
5: formation. We can bust into the room and I'll tell you which routes to take uh, to avoid it. So I let's do it. that.
3: Find out for yourself why k Surplus and Ammo has been the choice of gun owners for over 25 years. Go to www.klgunstore.com.
1: This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Listen live on the Tom Bernard Show app or at tombernardshow.com. The new Tom Bernard Morning Show is proud to have partners like Bradshaw and Bryant, MyPillow, and North American Banking Company founder, chairman, and president, mike bilsky
3: i've
4: advertised on tom's show for years and the reason is simple my business is recognized because of the ads and that recognition has created growth what business doesn't want to grow i highly recommend the tom bernard morning show for your advertising
1: grow results for your business by partnering with the tom bernard morning show visit tombernardshow.com keyword partner
4: Welcome to The Continental.
3: From the world of John Wick comes a Peacock original three-part event that takes us back to 1970s New York. The Continental. This institution wields power beyond your imagination. Let's take this house and everything that comes with it. The Continental. From the world of John Wick. Streaming now. And away we go. Only on Peacock. Ron had a tax problem he just couldn't handle on his own.
0: I owed the IRS taxes for over five years, but I didn't have any money to pay the taxes.
3: Those years cost him dearly.
0: Most of it was fees and interest. It was horrible.
3: Ron finally called in the pros.
0: I called Optima Tax Relief, and boy, am I happy I did.
3: <laughs> the leading tax resolution firm, Optima, is A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau. They've resolved over a billion dollars for their clients. Ron was overjoyed.
0: They settled my account with the IRS I was ecstatic. They are a lifesaver. They are. I am so happy.
3: (laughs) Take Ron's advice and call Optima now for a free consultation.
0: Yeah, don't do like I did and wait. Call Optima Tax Relief. Do it now. You'll be ecstatic like me.
3: (laughs) Call 800-783-8055. That's 800-783-8055. 800-783-8055.
0: Optima Tax Relief
3: testimonial from an actual client. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com.
1: This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. What do you mean, will piss me off?
3: American
5: woman! How about
3: have pissed me off? How about that action?
5: Stay away from me!
3: Ladies and gentlemen, Tim Lammers is brought to you by Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury lawyer seeking justice for the injured. Contact Bradshaw and Bryant at MinnesotaPersonalInjury.com. That's MinnesotaPersonalInjury.com. Timmy Lammers, how are you, sir? I'm
7: good, Tom, here to specifically piss you off.
3: There's a shock.
7: There you go. Hey, Tevin, good to hey, see you, man. I say it's
2: been a while. How have you been?
7: Yeah, it's been it's been great. It's been great. And AJ and Brittany, good morning. Good morning. morning, Tim. Tommy, of course.
3: Guten tag.
7: Guten tag. And, you know, it was so awesome hearing the Philly dog yesterday.
3: Oh, the Philly dog. I miss that dumb bitch so much. Can't even tell you. Yeah, what a lovely yeah. man. I talked
7: to him last weekend. Actually, my whole family did. He, he knows all of, he, he knows the whole crew. Yep. And uh, yeah, somebody to visit in Vegas anyway, right?
3: Yep, we got to go out to Vegas. We're going to have to get together a show and do a show out in Vegas now that Philly's going to be living out there. Have him on stage there and the whole go. deal. Be perfect.
7: There you go. So uh, I'd rather be going to Vegas than going to this movie that I've screened already. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe okay. I'm warning the rest of you. I was so disappointed in the creator what okay? is it okay it's a it's a sci-fi drama an artificial intelligence drama sci-fi deal and it's funny because that's dominating the headlines and for obvious reasons the writers strike they're worried about ai writing their scripts the actors are worried about um uh, 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 that artificial intelligence doing deep fakes and replacing them And uh, so all of a sudden we have this movie, which at first feels like a direct ripoff of The Terminator because AI became self-aware and uh, detonated a nuclear warhead in Los Angeles. Well. Vaporizing one million Los Angelinos. Hmm. Okay.
2: So
5: yeah. <laughs> What did you say? What was that? Again?
2: He goes, after you say it vaporized one million Angelinos, he just goes, That's a start. <laughs> and that's a that's start. Hard. You <laughs> no,
5: did laugh so hard, hard today. Goes off that was round. so okay. bad. That's
3: terrible. Oh, it's yeah, so I funny.
5: Know. How dare you, you monster. Well, well, He says under his breath, and I was literally like, did anyone else hear that? <laughs> yeah.
7: Yeah. Oh. I, mean, I didn't, but everybody else did, because everybody was laughing, so yeah. I knew yeah. something had to have been You monster. I am
6: a monster, oh, yeah. it's true. So
7: well, so funny. anyway, the West launches an attack on AI, AI is pretty popular in the new uh, New world order it's called uh, New Asia it's not Asia anymore it's New Asia no. and they have aligned with AI they have become partners with AI so uh, the, the US military or, and its allies have to go you know to Asia to or New Asia excuse me to battle AI and the people I guess essentially who are uh, allies of theirs and basically right at this point the creator of the ai has created a weapon that will destroy all of humanity john david washington stars as the military operative who goes in to find this weapon the weapon however takes the form of a young child so it looks like half robot but it looks like a child so it's like jeez i have to neutralize this thing it's a kid right to him right Um, But then he realizes, you know what, Uh, even though he's got orders to do so, he defies order, doesn't take out the threat that will erase all of humanity. Instead, he uses this child robot to help find his lost wife, who uh, he thought died five years prior, but actually he thinks she's alive. So that's the first stupid decision that he makes in the movie, because I don't know, man. I mean... I don't know, given a choice, okay, you find your wife or you do you do you make the sacrifice to save all humanity? I mean, what do you do? I mean, I get that dilemma and everything, but he makes more and more and more stupid decisions throughout. Where you come to the point where you realize this director, this writer, Gareth Edwards, who directed Rogue One, Star Wars story, actually is, this is coming off as a pro-AI movie. He wants AI to win.
3: Oh, great! Wonderful.
7: Which seems rather odd to me, especially uh, in the uh, in Los Angeles right now, which of course no longer exists according to this movie, um, where they're fighting AI. I thought, what a strange time for releasing this movie, where basically, oh yeah, we need to embrace AI, even though they, you know, killed a million people and threatened to end the world, right? it's just stupefying to me i, I just don't get out, you know get how they come off with this pro
3: ai business
7: i think ultimately tom and you're not going to like this it's one of
3: those america <laughs> sucks movies oh yeah you ain't getting me to go to that one
1: yeah i, I still i mean I, you, you know because the us
7: military's me. involved and ultimately even though the ai became self-aware and attacked the us Ultimately, the, U, the U.S. is the bad guy. I mean, come on, man.
3: What a shock.
7: <sighs> what, what is yeah.
3: that? I still don't understand. What, what it, where is a better place to live than America? Point it I out. Don't Switzerland, know. maybe. We'll go Switzerland. It's a great I place. I don't know,
7: man. I, I like John David Washington a lot. Uh, Black Klansman, he was terrific. And, you know, he doesn't seem to be as 100% on the mark as his dad, Denzel. Equalizer 3, you still got to see it. Tevin, I know you were going to go see it. We talked about that. Yeah, I
2: I haven't seen it, but I need to go see it or whenever it comes out on streaming, check it out because I'm a huge Equalizer fan.
7: I I do not dislike John David Washington, the actor. The character, though, in this movie just is frustrating. He drives me nuts. He just does everything in his power to screw up this mission. And again, ultimately, it's pro-AI and anti-U.S., so there you go. So hammer time, baby. we got to get that hammer Good sound effect. Four out of ten. Dang. Special effects are awesome. We, I we mean, will, and we'll you know it. who's in it, oh. who I really love, and kicks ass as uh, John David Washington's boss is Allison Janney. Oh, I love her. I love her.
3: Yeah, she's so great. And the
7: kid that plays the, the child robot is good, too. I don't have her name in front of me right now. So, I mean, there are positive things about it, but ultimately the message is just totally screwed up, so I don't get it. So, yeah, hammer time, baby. Uh, quickly, I, I, I signed you this one on Tuesday, Tom, on the family podcast, but mm-hmm. my video recommendation for the weekend, I am wearing a St. Paul Saint hat. <clears throat> The Saint of Second Chances is on Netflix. Love it! A documentary about Mike Veck. absolute must see, especially for people from Minnesota, because about half of the film is centered around his ownership of the Saints. It goes right. back mm-hmm. into, uh, you know, his father owning the Chicago White Sox and being a, basically a showman, right? I mean, yep. he and to much to the chagrin of other MLB owners. I can't imagine today. Um, Bill Veck doing that sort of thing. They probably wouldn't allow it. They'd probably try to throw him out. But, you know, he did some stuff for quite a while in Chicago, including the Des- Disco Demolition Night, which was something that was organized by Mike Veck. And I know you've talked with Mike and the author of that book who did it. And and uh, did you know that DJ who did that uh, Disco Demolition?
3: Oh, yeah. Tom? Yeah, Steve Dahl. Ba- basically, I was inspired to do radio the way I do by Steve Dahl. <laughs> <laughs> I was. You know, God. He was my there's hero. There's a lot
7: a of Steve friend. Dahl in this, too. I yeah. mean, good. surrounding the disco demolition. Though. Good.
4: Yeah. And I never... So, read-
7: yeah. It's, it's a fantastic documentary. It's about an hour and a half long. Netflix, The Saint of Second Chances. Go to that. I mean, watch that instead of going to the creator. You'll have a much better time. And this documentary is heartbreaking, too, because... He goes into Mike's personal life, and, of course, he had a daughter who uh, suffered uh, from blindness early in her life and then had this rare genetic disorder, too. So it's humorous, it's heartbreaking, it's informative, it's everything. I I just loved it.
3: i got to watch the whole thing. No doubt about it. There you go. So that's
7: all I have for this week.
3: All right, we got to ha- have you listen to something and see if you can identify something that AJ's about to play for you. Okay, you ready? The light happy. Light happy music, baby. Yeah, the Twins baby. are going to the playoffs. Here we I go. I think there's one
7: Minnesota team that can win a division.
3: <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> all but next But can they week? break their losing streak? Hey, take it easy. Baby steps. The
2: Yankees hey. aren't
7: in it, so it's going to happen.
3: I'm telling you, light, happy music. Just listen to that. That's that's going back. Think about that. That is it's going back, what, 87? This kind of makes you float. 30, 36 years ago we played that for the very first time. 36 years ago, and there it is for yes. this playoff series we're gonna win the world series i just decided. oh my god no, no, i no.
5: cannot just hear just... in the music are... one
7: other special request you have to punctuate that music with the squirrel monkey
3: that's what happened in the second <laughs> world series in 1991 that's when the squirrel monkey was added in 91. so we're, yeah we're gonna have to come up with some animal or sound or something to add in this season We'll figure something out. What is, is a squirrel monkey?
7: Oh, my God. We don't have enough time.
2: <laughs> we don't
6: have enough time to talk <laughs> yeah, about all. We what Tom did. I didn't even it, want it to is. <laughs> it, is. it is. It's that kind of
3: deal.
7: <laughs> It's very, very specific. It's very.
3: It's a, and you know why?
7: squirrel monkey squealing, basically. Do
3: you remember why the squirrel monkey came to be in 1991? No. Because Rachel, who now works at Hubbard, by the way, but worked at the Q back in the day, was talking about the fact that she had a problem one time she was walking through some park somewhere and a squirrel ran up and bit her right on the foot <laughs> oh my god no way. so we found a squirrel monkey and i can't remember that was something in africa somewhere they're in, they're from africa somewhere i don't we got know got a very
5: they specific at. screech
3: but we couldn't find a squirrel that would make a good noise so we had to go with the squirrel monkey
7: now Amazing. did did your friend have to get Rabies shots after that, you would think,
3: yeah, from working with me, though, not from the monkey. It was a bit no, no, no,
7: the the, the squirrel bit her in the foot, though.
3: No, yes, but I, I, she's recovered, I saw her a couple of weeks ago, so Mm. she's fine.
5: She's recovered, but but again, from from the monk, the squirrel monkey, but not from working with you. That's a
3: fact, 100% (laughs) true.
7: When I think of squirrel monkey, I think of snow monkeys, the kind that you saw at the zoo that
3: time, Tommy. The snow monkeys, Mm -hmm. I do remember the snow monkeys, it's true. All right, Pally, we will talk to you next week. All right, everybody have a good weekend. Bye. Ladies and gentlemen, Tim Lammers brought to you by Bradshaw and Bryant Personal Injury Lawyers. Bradshaw and Bryant Personal Injury Lawyers seeking justice for the injured. Contact Bradshaw and Bryant at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. That's going to do it for uh, today's show. But uh, back, a lot of squirrel monkeys, a lot of uh, light, happy (laughs) music, a lot of the twins going to the playoffs.
5: Monday we start at 8, so...
3: Yeah, we should mention that to everybody. We're just going to move the show back one hour. We did find out, and it's pretty amazing, that most people do not leave their house to go to work now until about 8 o'clock. Not not everybody, of course, because there are some people that go in a lot earlier. Yeah. Most people go in later.
5: If you are one of those people that feels left out about the 7 a.m., AJ said he would get on a group call with you guys from 7 a.m. Yeah. to 8 a.m. just yeah, so you don't what he feel says. so alone. We'll Zoom. set it
4: up in my hour before the show of, like, prepping and stuff. You yeah. can just listen in to me Ooh. kind of talk to myself, and we can just interact. It'll be a fun time.
5: That would be,
2: be, be fun. I just do. a little behind be the scenes. Okay, I might, okay, I might start showing up at
3: 6, <laughs> okay. 7 o'clock. Well, oh, now listen to them all. So they're going to pretend to work. <laughs> no, I will <won't. laughs> Out of the blue I know we're going to watch
5: him work. Yeah, oh, yeah. there you are going to watch oh.
3: him work. All right, we'll talk to you next week.
5: bye